Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. The Lion's Den podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. Now, back to the show. Hey, yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome back for the bonus episode. And we're going to speak a little bit about Kobe, not just the man, but the late, great Kobe Bryant. But um, we have an individual here that has a and had a personal relationship with him. So I want to introduce to the Lions Dan Foots. You know what I'm saying? How you doing, Foots? You know what I'm saying? Glad Come on up. To, glad to be here, man. There you go. There you go. Glad there to go. be here, man. So been knowing you for a long time, man. Yes, been knowing sir. you for a long time, man. And so when you got out in the military, you um, had the privilege of uh, uh, doing some things in the in the NBA, you know, and um, really connecting with a lot of uh, you know NBA players and things of that nature. But if you don't mind, go ahead speaking on how your transition led you to working, you know, in we'll the do. So, long story short, um, I started in 1992. Mm-hmm. My mom was unable to afford my um, shoes. Mm-hmm. So, I, I grew out of shoes every year. Okay. So, my shoe size grew with my age. Okay. So, when I was 10, I wore a 10. Okay. Uh, I was 11, I wore 11. Okay. When I was 12 when I was, I wore 12. Mm-hmm. And then when I got to a size 13, um, my mom couldn't take care of it no more. Mm-hmm. And so it got to the point that before this, you know, the eBay and the whole situation with as far as like going online and buying shoes was not the situation. Mm-hmm. So my mom told me to write a letter to the Miami Heat and reach out to them. Okay. And you're originally from... I'm originally from Miami. Okay. I'm originally okay. from Miami. Mm-hmm. And um, she had me reach out to them. I wrote a letter. And I wrote that letter to them. And they responded back in a week. Oh, wow. And they said, you know what? We're going to bring you in to work a game. Mm-hmm. So I, I ended up becoming uh, a mop boy on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like when the sweat off the court, mm-hmm. when the players frail. Mm-hmm. When they fell off, you know, you know anything, any, anything incidental that happened, mm-hmm. they, they looked out. <coughs> excuse me. Mm-hmm. They, they actually made sure that um, I took care of business on the court when they fell, mm-hmm. and I, I handled it so well, mm-hmm. and they offered me a job. Okay, they told me I was, I was good. Mm-hmm. I, I was good, and they're gonna keep me for the, the entire duration um, during my time. So, from that being said, I ended up working the entire rest. Um, my mom didn't have any worries anymore mm-hmm. for as far as shoes, okay? Because players like um, Alonzo Mourning, um, Shaquille O'Neal, um, wow. It, it, it's so many people that that um, Scotty Pippen, oh wow, okay, Anthony Hardaway, mm-hmm. um, that became a part of looking out for me and giving me shoes. Mm-hmm. Like the first day I ca- I came on board, Alonzo Mourning stepped to me and just said, "Man, your name is Foots." 
Your feet, your feet is just <laughs> your name is Foots <laughs> from this day forward. Mm-hmm. Your name right. is Foots, mm-hmm. and so he just basically just said, um, "I'm I'm taking care of you from this day forward." Oh wow! Yeah, Alonzo Morning. Mm-hmm. So, and he just gave me shoes from, I mean, from everywhere, man. Okay. I right. mean, dress shoes, um, tennis shoes, mm-hmm. whatever. I was just forever blessed. And I was I was thankful, and then after um, I did the successful, you know that run ran out. It mm-hmm. ran its course for mm-hmm. us, and uh, I graduated high school, and I ended up telling my boss that I had to go to, you know, I went to college, I graduated, mm-hmm. you know, that that type of thing. Congratulations, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I made that landmark, I made that success, and then. Um, Things didn't go the way they went, mm-hmm. and I joined the United States Air Force. Okay, Air Power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, with that being said, I I joined the Air Force. Mm-hmm. I did fifteen successful years. Okay. Yeah. No discrepancies. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, nature ran its course, mm-hmm. and on top of that, um, I every time I I, um, I had an opportunity to take leave, mm-hmm. I went home and I worked with the Miami Heat. Okay. I work with the Miami Heat constantly. Mm-hmm. I took two weeks of leave. You know what that 988 is about. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, you got to fill out that 988 mm-hmm. when you got to go to work, mm-hmm. you know, and take that leave off. So I I did the 988 situation when took my leave, and I went home back home and worked with the Heat. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, it's it hurt that um, in 2006 I was deployed. In 2009 I was deployed. And deployed, deployed where? Where did you go? Deployed. I went to Iraq. Okay. I went to Iraq. Mm -hmm. So I missed the first um, Miami Heat championship. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I missed the whole Miami Heat championship. So it's all good. Mm -hmm. I wish I had the ring here to show you, Mm -hmm. but I had it on last night, Mm -hmm. you know, so I missed that situation, but, um, man, I'm at a loss for words. I really am. So, so bringing it to to Kobe, explain how how that um, wow. how that uh, relationship manifested. How did that happen? Oh man! So when I met Kobe, I met Kobe in um, 1996 after he got drafted mm-hmm. by the Lakers. Remember, um, Jerry West made a trade mm-hmm. to get him. He traded um, Vladi Divac. Mm-hmm. For Kobe mm-hmm. and a number one draft pick, I'll never forget that. And I was like, "Wow, he did that, really?" But um, my first interaction when he walked to the locker room, and y'all gonna laugh about this. And the first thing I said to Kobe was like, "Man, you went on a you went on a prom date with Brandy." Mm-hmm. Did you 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 had that? Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. right. How did that? How did that play out? Mm-hmm. I was like, how did that go? Mm-hmm. He was, and he was just like, man, you already know how I get down. Oh, right, I right, like, right, like, right. like, like I knew, <laughs> like, 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 you know how they, I, I get down. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was like, what? I don't know. You from you know, grain of salt. So, even though through that, um, we 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 had a good connection. We always communicated with each other. Mm-hmm. We had a very strong um, vibe. And 
with with Kobe, he was a genuine person. Mm-hmm. Um, he always took care of me um, through through it all. He um, he sent me shoes. I wear size seventeen, just so you know. That's why they call me Foots. Um, we didn't get about that. We didn't get into that. But um, he always sent me shoes. He always took care of everybody around him. Mm-hmm. He was a genuine dude. Mm-hmm. He um he always cared about everyone else until it came to his family, mm-hmm. and that was the biggest the biggest impact that he um he had on my life. Um one I remember one night um he had a terrible shooting night, and um he. He was on um he he was on he had like I said sorry I'm stumbling. It's all right. Sorry. It's just mm, heartbreaking. Um he had a terrible shooting night. And he was like, Foots, let's go outside, let's go on the court and let's go shoot. He said, Go get two balls and let's go to work. Because I I didn't do enough tonight. Mm-hmm. I didn't do enough to make things happen. Mm-hmm. I didn't do enough in the game mm-hmm. to 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 win this game. Mm-hmm. So I need you to go get that and make it happen. And I ended up shooting with Kobe Bryant mm-hmm. for two and a half hours on the court. Mm-hmm. Um, and we just we just he he would put me on on. Situations and plays on the floor mm-hmm. that he would make me pass on the ball on certain points, mm-hmm. and he would make me work, mm-hmm. and he would make me, you know, throw the pass here, throw the pass here, mm-hmm. and then he would make me play defense too. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, what was so crazy about it was he would make the um, the other ball boys run the stairs. Mm-hmm. Like it, like it was they fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> he would make the other kids. Are you run. serious? I, I can't make this up. Right, right, right. I, I can't make this up. Mm-hmm. And he, he would make the kids run the stairs, and he would make the kids run suicide lines on the drill mm-hmm. because he wanted them to be great. Mm-hmm. Because the thing about what Kobe, once you told him you was involved in basketball. Mm-hmm. Man, it was almost like creating. A, it was almost like a crime, mm-hmm. cause he had them. He had the kids running up and down, back and mm-hmm. forth. Mind you, this is like seven, eight, nine, ten year old kids, mm-hmm. and he had them working. Mm-hmm. He had them working. Wow! So that his had to dedication, be amazing, man, that had to be amazing. Having you know one of the greats saying, "Hey, if this is what you want, this is what you need yeah. to do." You know what I mean? Because you can see through through him that you know uh it took that work to get to where he's at you know so but no that's awesome man that's real awesome so um i know we spoke before about you know your relationship and when he got married and you know all of that explain that a little bit um the relationship situation wow um i didn't know that 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 kind of came out of nowhere for me because when we first met Mm -hmm. Randy, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? He was want to be down, you know, from the prom. Right, 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 right. I was like, bro, you took it. He was, right. Like, right. He was like, he was just like, man, right, right. man, you already know I had right, no right, business. Right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, I already took care of that. So um, when he got married, it was a, 
it was a shock across the league. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a, uh, a shock across everybody that knew him mm-hmm. because we didn't know he was going that way. Mm-hmm. You know, so it 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 blew me away. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, okay. it really truthfully blew me away. Mm-hmm. I, I had no idea that was coming. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, what's crazy is that years later, because I took leave mm-hmm. to go, you know, work with the Heat, and I always made sure I would go at the peak games, mm-hmm. the big games mm-hmm. that mattered. So I would go to the Lakers games, I would go to the Cavaliers games, mm-hmm. and I would um, make sure I'm down there during the time frame in Miami to be around Kobe and be around LeBron and mm-hmm. be around KG, mm-hmm. you know, when those players came in town mm-hmm. to hang out with them and kick it with them. Mm-hmm. And um, when they actually got married, he brought them to me. Mm-hmm. I actually had the opportunity to meet Kobe, of course, Vanessa, Gigi, mm-hmm. Gianni, mm-hmm. Mika was not here yet. Mm-hmm. And it was so, so impactful because she, mm, man, she, she had the same genes as her dad. Mm-hmm. And on top of that also, he, he loved his family. There we go. He mm-hmm. loved his family. Mm-hmm. He loved it. Loved it. He was all about that. Mm-hmm. He was about his people. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, Joe, Joe Bryant mm-hmm. and his mom wasn't at the best of terms, mm-hmm. he made sure his family was solid. Gotcha. So with his passing, you know, it just make us realize that, man, life ain't granted to nobody, mm-hmm. no matter how much money you got. Mm-hmm. No, my, how, no much, I mean, how much um, how financial gains or endorsements or mm-hmm. anything of that sort. Man, life is too short. Absolutely. We got to live. Yeah, I read earlier today that um, they said he left behind a two point, uh, $2 billion um, estate. Right. And but at the end of the day, I think and and I think this will be not just for him, but anyone that they can they will trade that in order Mm -hmm. to be here with the individuals that they love and and that's helped uh, support him and to also continue to do the things that he loves. So if we got any questions around anything you guys want to add in, you know, questions about um, his relationship with Kobe. I will have to ask you. What was the biggest influence that you yourself feel was your biggest takeaway from your experience from Kobe Bryant? Did he leave you with something that would, that you would live with for the rest of your days? Yes, sir, brother. Um, I do have one. He he always told me to um, always inspire and always help and and and, and give back. He always told me to help and give back to people because you don't know what that person's situation is. Mm-hmm. You don't mm-hmm. know what they're going through. You don't know where their next check coming from. You don't know where their next dollar coming from. But one thing I will say, he didn't eat a, he looked at a person 
And he said, if a person is going through it and I can't see it, you know what? I'm going to give a couple dollars just to help that person. He did. And he did that to me, too. I'm a personal experience of that. When I was in the military, you know, that BAH ain't always right. Preach. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. That BAH ain't always right mm-hmm. where you at. But you know what he did for me? He made that BAH right. He made that BAS right. He made sure. I ain't had no kids. I am nobody. I was single. He, he made that happen for me. He made that situation work out to where my rent was paid. Mm-hmm. I got food from the commissary. You know what I'm saying? He made he made that work. And on top of that, he sent me, he kept shoes on my feet. Mm-hmm. To the day he died, to the day he died, he made sure I was good. He checked in with me. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of fake Twitter pages out there. There was a lot of um, Facebook pages that was following him. They was fake. But every time his number changed, I had his number. And he would hit me up, bro. That's what's up. I get, I, that's my that's my answer to you, Will. So, look, let's and say. And I love you, bro. Let, let's say this. Let's, um. <coughs> What would you say would be the most fondest memory? Besides, you know, you being the, you know, the, the the point man to make sure his his game is right and watching these little kids sweat, you know, that's 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 damn near child labor. You know what I mean? <laughs> 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 Got them going up and down the damn shoes today. I know. Like, look, hey, all, all they all they want is some M Ms and, and some damn nightlaters. Why you got me doing this, bro? I'm only in the third grade. The hell, up, you know. But so, what was what would you say would be your most fondest memory of uh, Kobe? Oh, the greatest memory? Mm-hmm. Um, wow. It, I'm glad you asked that, Seth. The greatest memory I had with him was um, I posted a video from one of the friends I got on Facebook with me and him shooting. Mm-hmm. He went, he played the Miami Heat, and he went three for 11. Mm-hmm. From the field, mm-hmm. terrible, terrible. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, terrible game. And um, he waited for everybody to leave, mm-hmm. and we ended up going back on the court and shooting for another two hours after everybody left. Mm-hmm. And you know what he did after that? Mm-hmm. He told me, "Thank you, I love you, bro. You always got my back. Mm-hmm. You always looking out for me." After all these years and everything I've been to, you helped. You were solid with me. Mm-hmm. And you know what he did? He put shoes in the mail. <laughs> he put shoes in the mail. He put sho- not only for me. Mm-hmm. He put shoes in the mail for all the ball boys mm-hmm. that that helped. Mm-hmm. Shots for shoes. There you go. There it is. Yeah. He, yeah. Up. So you know what I'm saying. Rest in peace. That's right. To the Black Mamba, mm-hmm. number eight. Number 24, Black Mamba, Mm -hmm. and all the families affected. And I thank you Mm -hmm. for giving me this opportunity and this platform, man. No doubt. 
I love you, brother. No doubt, man. Much I did it without crying. Mm-hmm. You did. You did. Now, hey, you almost lost it, but it's okay. I, we watched I, it. A couple you times. Did I did it without crying. Okay. So, look. So I love look, you, my G. So, so, look. We on live right now. Is there anybody that has any <coughs> questions? Any questions for him? Please, man. I got a question. Okay. Hey, come on in real quick. Come on. Come on. Come on. My question. Is what is the biggest misconception of Kobe? Mm. No, no. Oh, I got that. I got what's that. the biggest misconception Ooh. off the court? I got that. Okay. I got that. Ooh. Okay. Got you. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest perception of Kobe off the court, mm-hmm. um, they said he was not approachable. They said he he don't talk to people. They said he don't sign autographs. They said he doesn't um, interact with people. They said he is, um, man. Can't cuss, but you know, they they said he his language mm-hmm. it was foul, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know how to interact with folks. There, those are all lies, mm-hmm. because if you knew Kobe, Kobe was real. Mm-hmm. Kobe was the homie. Kobe was the the six people I'm talking to in this podcast. Mm-hmm. Kobe kept it real. Mm-hmm. Kobe kept it a hundred. Every time Kobe came through. I'm slapping his hand and showing love to him. Mm-hmm. Please believe it. People came over from all over, from Snoop to Jamie. I met him. I didn't. I didn't even meet these people before. Before I met Kobe, I met Kevin Hart. I met Jamie Foxx. I met you know random people. But we're not. We're not here to brag. We're just here to celebrate this man's mission and this life and what he was conquering and what he was set out to be. Mm-hmm. But um. Long story short, nah, Kobe was not that guy. There's other people that was that was like that. Mm-hmm. And Kobe was always about giving back. Mm-hmm. And that has never changed. Mm-hmm. Kenny, you got the question? <clears throat> it's unfortunate that it took a situation of this magnitude to see people come together. Yeah. What do you think we, as a people, can take from this to keep that going as opposed to <clears throat> it being three weeks, a month? six months mm-hmm. what do we need to do to keep that going mm, um, for today yeah okay that, uh, yeah I, I, I think that's a good one what you say will I, I, you, you got to live for today because as you see tomorrow's not promised for anybody mm-hmm. and i think a lot of people live with i talk to them next week uh i hit them up next month i see at the next reunion mm-hmm. and you're not really valuing mm-hmm. those valuable opportunities or those moments because they're not promised to any of us and I think sometimes we all get complacent with our day-to-day lives where we don't value those that are around us consistently. We kind of get caught up in that regular scheduled programming and kind of miss out on those other opportunities. And you don't know when a day is going to come. Mm-hmm. So I think if you start anywhere, you need to start with today. Do something different. Yeah, yeah I, I believe that. I would say, too, man, just to, just to your point, man, um, live on purpose. You get what I mean? Live on purpose, right? So regardless of what it is you say you want to do, do what you say you're going to do, right? Because since you don't know when, you know, I, I saw something and I think I tagged, you know, the, the team in it. But as far as the line, you don't know where you are on that line as far as when is your time. You, you can be the next person. You can be 10 people ahead of you. You get what I'm saying? The thing is, like the post said, you can't jump lines. You get what I'm saying? You can't go to the back of the line. You get what I mean? You, you're you there in line. So I would say uh, what I've 
learned in, in this process because you don't know. I think we had a vision of how great Kobe was going to continue to be in our own minds 10, 15, 20 years from now. And then all of a sudden this happens. So now you don't know when it's your time. So live on purpose, whatever it is that it is that you say you want to do to do that. Foots, what you think? Yeah, I mean, you hit the nail on the head, man. I mean, our time is not promised. Mm-hmm. We don't know when it's when is our time to go. Mm-hmm. Um, hug your kids, mm-hmm. hug your family. You know, any broken relationships, fix them. Mm-hmm. Any grudges you have, put it together. Anybody you got beef with, mm-hmm. as the young folks say, mm-hmm. squash it. Yeah, cut it out. Mm-hmm. We not on that no more. Mm-hmm. We about we about building relationships and redefining um, the culture. There you go. We about empowerment. We're um, definitely a, about improving our situation and and the brotherhood. And that's not only with the um, the military. Mm-hmm. That's civil service. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We and our mission partners. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot to live for, and and. God only give us so much time. That's right. To make it happen. Absolutely. So we got to make it happen mm-hmm. while we still here mm-hmm. and be that focal point in mm-hmm. in people's lives. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all that the bickering and all that cut it out. Yeah, right. Let it go. Yeah. Walk away. That's right. You know, and I'm just thankful, you know, that um I'm in a place in the space as as well as you brothers that we can be able to sit down and have this conversation mm-hmm. and be humble mm-hmm. and be grateful and be real and be thankful mm-hmm. and be real mm-hmm. and be solid. And I can wake up tomorrow and make you some cheese grits and make some cheese grits <laughs> and bacon and eggs. I do have a comedy side that's too. Right. So comedy okay. side coming, but okay. that's for later. Okay. All right. We got a, uh, we got a comment. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. So, so now that you know we had the untimely passing of Kobe mm-hmm. and everything, um, the black the black mama mentality has been pushed to the forefront. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. So, Foots, I'd like to know what it means to you and how you implement it. Also, to the rest of you guys, wow. what do y'all think about it? And do y'all implement that mentality into your? You know what? That's funny. That's funny you so mentioned. And explaining what is the black mamba mindset. Because so and, and before we go into that, I also want to add the Nipsey Hustle mindset, right? The marathon continues, right? So mm-hmm. and some people get that and some people don't. And so um, we can there. touch on that we another that. time. We, 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 Are we, we going there? Are we going there tonight, bro? We're going to go that tonight. We're going to keep it straight. Uh, oh, straight we can go there. So to answer his question, what, what do you think about that? Okay, so that, so that when it comes mama. to the so when it comes to the black mama mindset, he's a um, the perception I know is that he's a silent assassin. Mm-hmm. He's a silent killer. Mm-hmm. He strikes when. You least expect it. Mm-hmm. He's always ready. Mm-hmm. He's already. It, it, I mean, that snake is ready to strike at any given time. Mm, okay. He's ready to come at you. Mm-hmm. You, you think he laying down? He, you sleep? Yeah, he rolling over. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Good try. Mm-hmm. He's coming at your head. Mm-hmm. He gonna get you mm. as you least expected and walking by. So when you apply the black mamba mindset, as far as, um. Your kids, mm-hmm. the 
the kids, your, the kids, the sports that they're involved in, mm-hmm. your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. That's a black mama mentality. Mm-hmm. When you want to get the five on the EPR, mm-hmm. you got a you got a, a mentality mm-hmm. to get those signature and strong bullets mm-hmm. to get you where you need to be in life, mm-hmm. to get that good rating, mm-hmm. to get that commander's endorsement. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking on the other side now because right. I'm not on that side. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the civilian piece of it, um, strive to be great. Mm-hmm. We got to be great. Mm-hmm. We got to be great in all walks of life. Mm-hmm. When it comes to your family, when it comes to your kids, take care of your kids. Take care of your wife. Mm-hmm. Take care of your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. You know, take care of um, people that uh, mean something to you in life, mm-hmm. and you make that walk with them, and you be a killer about it, mm-hmm. and you be real, and you don't hold back. Okay, all right. What you think, Kenny? Took all the words out of my mouth. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry but I'm, I'm gonna answer that though. I'm, I'm answer that. You, you so left left on something. No, let's talk about something. being great. You know, great in whatever it is that you're aspiring to be great at. But also, when you fall, find yourself falling short, make sure you have a good support team yeah, around man. you mm-hmm. to help push you and to make mm-hmm. you continue to, to achieve that greatness. Very good. Very good. That's crazy. Good. What you I'm, got? What I'm you in the room. room. I'm in the room with When, him. when we talk about the black mamba mentality, the first thing I think about is preparation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people want to be great, but are you willing to put that work in to be great? Mm-hmm. And another mm-hmm. topic that comes to mind is legacy. What are you doing today to prepare for what your legacy will be when you're no longer here? Mm-hmm. What are you doing right now that's going to speak to all your hard work and your efforts throughout your lifetime? <gasps> a lot of people think for right now, but I'm looking for if I think about black mama mentality, that's going to live forever. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to aspire to be. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to aspire to do. But how many people really has that internal motivation to do the work to get to that type of level. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about when you talk about black mama mentality. Mm-hmm. Hard work, baby. That's part on. Got it. Got it. On, G. Got it. Hey. Well, listen, hey, there's, there's nothing for me to really add to that, I, you know, because it is, you know, it doesn't, you know, I don't have to reiterate it, but uh, that's solid, man. That was a great question. That was a real good question. But uh, I want to thank you, though, brother. Thank you for uh, coming in and being a part of the uh, the Lions Den, and you're also welcome, man, always, anytime. Man, you most stuff, bro. You know, come to the mic and get it in, man. So um, where can individuals find you, man? Where can man. they find you on, on Facebook or social media? Facebook is a uh, parent. P A R R O N K outing, O U T I N G, foots dot com. Mm-hmm. Facebook is the real foots dot com. The real foots, boy, you holding on that foots, ain't you? Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah most definitely better. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah. Hey, Instagram is the the real foots dot com. You underdig, and then um. Twitter is the real foots dot com. So just everything real yeah, foots. Yeah, real foots dot com. Seventeen. Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah. We we got a we got a lot of we got a lot of fake foots out there, mm-hmm. man. So you know what I'm saying. I, I want them to know that it's a real foots out there mm-hmm. that 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 put that in play. Right on. So you know what I'm saying. But yeah, and, and that's what it is. But okay. I appreciate to be on the show. I'm glad to be a part of this no team. I'm no blessed. Doubt. No doubt. Man. No doubt, my dude. Man.
this is my family right here, that's man. It, man. Hey, that, and, and that's how we do, man. This that's is family right here. I look forward to get back on no on this uh platform mm-hmm. and, and we can talk about so many other things. And you know uh, what? We, we will have more work it to do. We will. We will. And for la- ladies and gentlemen, those that are watching right now, make sure you subscribe to the Lions Den with Seth on all major platforms. 100. And we want to thank y'all for staying in tune and yes. we have a lot more in store for you. But again, wait, real quick. Who went in the Super Bowl? Because Detroit could have did it, but you know, we, we wait. Wait a but, minute. But, but, so, Sit your ass. Detroit. Down. So Detroit. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Wait, hey, wait, hey, hold on. wait a hey, minute. Hey, he must have said that because Eminem got an album coming out. Okay. Eminem got an album out. Eminem got an album out. All right, so so who you got? Eminem got I'm I'm gonna go with the mold, man. MO, baby. KC gonna get it. You got Kansas City? Okay, who you got? I'm going with uh Chief Life. Yeah, I'm, going with, I'm going with the Chiefs, bro. Larry, who you got? Oh, you can't say the Chiefs. The Chiefs. All right, who you got? I'm gonna go Chiefs, 43, 40. 43. <laughs> wow, wow. Not only he came with the baby. He went for uh, a shootout. Yeah. All right. Hey, Herman, who you got? You better not say no down Titans either. Wait, wait, who you got? Who you got? Chiefs gonna rip them out. All right, ladies okay, and gentlemen. Say hey, no more. hey, y'all who heard it here. Yeah, I did. The Lions. Hey, they must. Hey, all right, but no. So seriously, they must got. They must got Barry Sanders on the line. They got San Francisco winning. You ain't talking about my Barry. All right, so hey, but anyway, you know what, man? It's honestly, man. I do so much. I haven't even been watching TV, man. So honestly, um, man. I'm just going to watch it and enjoy it, man. Hopefully, I'm around some good folks and doing it, man. Because I, I already that's what yeah. it is. But, ladies and gentlemen, this concludes the bonus episode of the Lions Den. Make sure you subscribe. Hashtag 24, hashtag 8, hashtag the Lions Den. And we will see y'all on the flip flop. We hope you enjoyed today's show. Make sure to listen to the show on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, and Radio Public where you can subscribe or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you like or dislike this episode, we'd appreciate your feedback on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Lionscast. Check out the book, The Black Collar Mindset, The Art of Strategic Thinking on Amazon or www.theblackcollarmindset.com a manual to maneuver through life strategically by holding yourself accountable. Tune in next week for another episode of The Lion's Den with Seth.